0: The following pre-recorded program is brought to you by Wrestling with the Inner Man. Welcome to Wrestling with the Inner Man, because the first fight we face each and every day is a fight with our flesh. Do we listen to our selfish, sinful nature, or to divine nature guided by the Holy Spirit? Your host, David Savage, is a product of the West Texas Desert and Energy Industry, who recently received the biggest promotion of his life, reporting directly to the top boss, God. Most people refer to this as retirement today. Co-host pastor and evangelist Aaron David Thomas is a bivocational pastor and a marketing manager hewn from the tough streets of Philadelphia. We hope you're ready to rumble, because wrestling with the inner man begins now.
1: Good afternoon, listeners. Today is the inaugural episode of our podcast under our new brand, Wrestling with the Inner Man.
2: Yeah, that's what's up. Wrestling with the Inner Man.
1: We'll more on that in a minute. But Pastor
2: Aaron, as the ring announcers say... Are you ready to rumble? <laughs> you know, I'm all, I'm always up for a good fight, David, man. What's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing good. Man, it's good to see you. I know uh, we did our show last week, but it's been a minute since me and you have been able to interact. And I'm excited, dude. I'm truly excited of how we're progressing, how things are coming, how we get to have these dialogues about these issues we're fighting with. Man, so yeah, I'm ready for the fight.
1: Okay. Well, I, I thought I'd uh, begin... By telling a personal story that to me perfectly illustrates our brand, man, wrestling with the inner man. So, that's cool. you know, right. back in 1982, I was 21 years old. I just graduated from Texas AM. Oh, you're old. Dude. <laughs> you're old. <laughs> with my engineering degree. But before I began my engineering career in Houston, I wanted to kind of fulfill this lifelong dream of being a Philmont Scout Ranch Ranger, which is a very coveted position if you're familiar with anything in the BSA. They get-
2: yeah, I'm not. And BSA is Boy <laughs> Club Scout, Boy Scouts, of yeah, America. Boy Scouts of America. Yeah, I yeah. knew that.
1: So they get 20,000 applications for 200 positions. So you're you're supposed to be representing BSA's finest, best, and model excellent character while ensuring the visiting crews have a great experience.
2: That's you, Dave. That's it. You. That's it,
1: man. I was wearing the BSA brand. And in the initial week when we all arrived as just the Rangers, we had this training period. And one of the things that they did is they put these poster boards on uh, the back of the latrine <laughs> doors with these Sharpie markers. And they said, hey, this is your opportunity to share, you know, pearls of wisdom and, and inspire people you <laughs> know, with your with all the great <laughs> How'd things that, that worked out. About. Well, the idea was to inspire. Now, sometimes you get crass graffiti instead.
2: <laughs> yeah, and, of course. Uh,
1: so at the end of the week. The chief ranger, her name was Joyce Schrader. She pulls the posters all off, and then she says, "Well, look, folks. You know we had a a certain thing that we were aiming for here, and that was the inspired wisdom. But we also have this crass graffiti, and I'm going to read you two examples of each." And she did, and then I was just burning with conviction
2: because <laughs> I had
1: written both of them,
2: <laughs>
1: and that's the thing is that. I'm this conflicted Dalmatian. I've got white and black spots on me. Right. And it's wrestling. It's wrestling every day with, with what you want to be, you know, in the spirit and trying to be the best person, you know, represent the brand, be good. But it's a fight. It's a fight every morning. And, you know, our pastor, Ed Young, talks about self. He gets up every morning and he is S-E-L-F. So I'm going to surrender I'm going to empty, I'm going to lift up, I'm going to fill up. And, you know, I have a lot of admiration for Ed Young, and I think that's a great way to handle it. But even he wrestles every day. That's why he's got to hit his knees and do that self-acrostic each morning.
2: Yeah, that's a a real thing, man. Like, I I can truly relate. Well, maybe not to the Boy Scouts of America (laughs) thing and wanting to be a scout because you know me in the outdoors. Um, It's the zoo for me, Dave, or Herman Park. But anyway, uh, man, I know it's a real struggle. You know, when you think about it, like you said, someone like – at young a man that walks with god every day he still has to surrender he has to get up and choose and and i can guarantee you, i'm a pastor and i've only been a pastor for uh, eight years i've been in ministry for 13 and i can tell you it's still not easy it doesn't get any easier that wrestling that war that that um flesh good versus evil in me is a real thing right and some days
1: I can almost see a little (laughs) angel on this shoulder and a little devil on that
2: one. And they're there. And sometimes the devil's bigger than the angel, right? That wrestle is real. You know, I think about um, Jacob in the Bible who truly wrestled with an angel of the Lord that represented God, right? It wasn't he actually uh, – the the Bible says that he wrestled with the angel all night, right? He was in inner turmoil, and uh, the angel just said, like, you win, tap out. It, the sun's coming up. I'm done wrestling with you. Touched his hip and gave him a limp for the rest of the life because he didn't surrender. Right. He said, "Not until you bless me." Not until you bless me. But the blessing wouldn't come. Didn't come until he had to surrender. When you When you truly tear apart that story, he had to realize that he was wrestling with God. Mm-hmm. That's our battle every day. Yes. Right. We wrestle with this world and God. And Jacob did this. And once he surrendered and said. Well, who are you, right? The question where our struggle comes from is like, God, who are you that I should listen to you? Who are you that I should trust you? Who are you, right? That's that inner man's struggle, mm-hmm. right? Because the world's telling me this. Right. And like there are some things in the world. <laughs> come on, Dave, Keep it real that we like. Oh, yes. Yeah, like yes. we're drawn to it, bro. And – uh so that, that that surrender, that empty, that lift up, that fill up, man, I've only been at second for five years. I hadn't heard that. That is an awesome way to look at that.
1: Well, you know, we both read this short little book titled <coughs> The Biggest Lie in the History of Christianity. It's a great book, and it's by uh, Oh, Pat yeah. You, uh, I enjoy I that. The name, but the, the it states the problem in a slightly different way, you know, in that life, the lie, the biggest lie is that holiness – isn't possible. So why try? You know, we're 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 just flawed, so so why try? Why don't we just give up? You know, but while we cannot be perfect and holy as Christ was, we can have holy moments. And that that sounds a lot more doable than to being perfect, you know, like Christ. But I can have a holy moment. What I want to do is if I only have one a week now, maybe I can have two a week or two a day and just try to stack them up a little better because you know, even even the best baseball hitters in the world never got, you know, above 300 and something, you know, on their batting average. And that means they, they struck out or got out 70% of the time. Wow. Okay. So how can we increase our holy moment batting average?
2: Our right? holy moment batting average. First of all, I'm the pastor here. So can you stop taking the uh, pastoral (laughs) Christianese words and let me uh, uh, do that part? No, I'm kidding. You know, that, that word holiness, you know, separated to God, you know, the Bible says without holiness, no one will see the Lord. Like, so how do I get that? Right. Like you said, you're speaking out about the moments and I know there's scripture in the, in, in the Bible that tells us to be holy as he is holy. And like you said, it's not perfect. We're not going to be perfect until he comes, but we continue to strive for perfection. Uh, being holy, uh, first of all, buddy, you can't do it without God. Right. You, 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 It just can't. Right. You can be good according to the world because the Bible says there's none good, no, not one. You can be morally just according to the world, and you see that the world, the wrestling Because the world's morals continue to change with time and with uh, 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 influence and with culture, right? But God is that standard, right? So when we're wrestling, we're wrestling against this standard that is unmovable, unchangeable, that's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And we're wrestling with the world and the uh, ever-changing morality of the world and the yeses of the world, things that we're told no.
1: I just have to be a little better than Homer Simpson, according to the world.
2: <laughs> yeah, and that's easy to do, right? Right. But what I think about First Peter, says, says, be holy. Um, I wrote this, man, um, because when I knew you were going to talk about that, holiness is the dedication and devotion of your life to God. Everything in your life. What you eat, whom whom you know, how you spend your time and money, vows to his purpose and glorifying God. And as I said earlier, man, that can't be done without God. Holiness is just basically separated and set apart for something else, right? Mm -hmm. So when we're wrestling, we have to choose what side we want to be separated and set apart for, our flesh or godliness, right? Right. And one of them promises— a better outcome than the other. The other one's like rolling dice. Now, I I used to like to roll them dice. But like you said, um, my average wasn't that good. Mm -hmm. But with God, I can guarantee that my holiness average goes up the more I draw closer to him.
1: Yeah, well, we we all, that struggle is so real. And it seems to me, you know, anyway, that too many Christians today have done the, the prophecy calculus and are certain that Christ's second coming is at hand. So let's just wait and let him do the heavy lifting to save the world. And by the world, I'm talking about all the people in it. Right. So God okay. has never, nor will nor will ever, want a Dunkirk Church of Retreat, or should I say Afghanistan Church of Retreat today. He always wants a Normandy Church of Advance. And we all know that Normandy advances require great sacrifice. Aaron, I know that you are very passionate about this issue, you know. What what do you think of this lazy approach to reach the least, the lost, and the last?
2: Okay, so you know I'm wrestling right now with Dave's use of uh, war terms and uh, battles that we fought. So now you're making me think, Dave, even harder, right? So I'm wrestling with that. But, no, I get it. You know, one's a retreat and one, one one's an advance. And, and uh, it just tears me up today. You know, we've talked about this mm-hmm. many times, you know, how – you have all these Christians who sit soaking sour is what I like to call it. They got they sit, they read their Bible, they soak it up and they don't move. They just sour. They're like wine in 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 flask that you just throw away because it becomes no good because they're not pouring it out. They're not sharing it. Right. I have a problem with that, you know, and, and that's a problem that men, women, mankind deals with. We get this information, this knowledge, we hold on to it, we keep it in, and we don't share it. You know me, I'm, I, I've learned. If the end of times is real, which it is, I truly believe in the Bible, if hell is real, which it is, which I truly believe in the Bible, I don't have time to sit around and, and soak in all that God has told me. I have to do what he's commanded me to do, and that's one thing. That's what we're doing here. We're, we're, we're talking about these issues and we're wrestling over these things because what I want to do, what, 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 how did you say it? I, I've done this calculus. I've I've gone through this and I want Jesus to go. We always want somebody else to do it, right? And and we're supposed to get up and go. As a matter of fact, the commandment is go ye therefore. Now let me break that down because you know I am a uh, studied a uh, theologian,
1: learned, a learned, I learned yes. it to yes. man.
2: Yes. <laughs> anyway, I'm learning, and one thing that I learned—that's a command to go. I mean, Dave, you go shopping, you went camping, yes. You, you take yes. your wife out, right? Yes. So what we're saying, buddy, is wherever you go, tell people about Jesus, tell them about His coming, tell them about the good news of the kingdom. Right? We're waiting for this kingdom to come, and God's trying to fill the kingdom up. And until He fills the kingdom up to where He wants it to be, He ain't coming. So why are you sitting around?
1: (laughs) That's right. We've got to uh, get out there and be proactive to especially as men. And that's really what this show is all about. This radio show and podcast, Wrestling with the Inner Man, was created to help our listeners out there by transparently discussing the dilemmas that we all seem to find ourselves in as we battle daily between flesh and the spirit within us. But we, we want to take a moment here to recognize and thank our sponsor, Electronic Restoration Services, the ERS, for making this show possible so we have the opportunity to, to get this sharing and, and helping men iron sharpen iron. We have plenty of topics that Aaron and I wrestle with, and we'll get to those. But sex,
2: drugs and rock and roll. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that we're struggling with, and, and, and certainly politics is another one for me. But uh, we want to hear from you, our listening audience, about what you would like for us to cover that may help you with your wrestling match and become blessed as Jacob was by refusing to give up. So you can email us your ideas at wrestlingwiththeinnerman at gmail.com. Again, email is wrestlingwiththeinnerman at gmail.com.
2: Yeah, man. I, you know, listen, listeners, <laughs> since you are listening, Tune in, become um, a part of this. As we continue to grow in the shows, we continue to uh, work on uh, the things that we struggle with. We want to know what you struggle with. I mean, our, our battles, the Bible says there is no temptation that is not common to man. Meaning we all go through the same thing. And the Bible also says that our struggles are shared with our brothers throughout the world. What that's talking about is that we share them. They're experiencing them. We're experiencing them like, hey, how do you deal with sexual immorality, lust, with fear, with um, racism? How how are you dealing with uh, uh, our culture and, and, and the gender issue or a critical race theory? Like, we're here to get it. Right. Right. Man, I I, I want to get it. I really want to get into it. And the beauty of uh, me and Dave is we have two very different vantage points that we we shoot from.
1: Yes, for sure. I yeah. mean, I, I think that uh, when you're trying to consider what you wrestle with, think about what you're thinking about when you fall asleep at night or when you first wake up in the morning and say, like, oh, man, am I going to get up? And go work out, or am I going to just hit the snooze and roll over? There's just one little match right there, it, and and I lose it a lot of times. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh. You know, but it's
1: like, what am I going to do today? You know, when you get irritated, when you get frustrated with people, when customer service isn't good, which is uh, really a big problem today. <laughs> many many areas, uh, not Xfinity though.
2: Yeah, you better uh, but, uh, you keep you know, that right. My brother buddy.
1: works there for them.
2: But yeah, it's it's that thing, man. It's like, what are you going to do? And you have to choose. And and to choose, you have to have a plan. You know, earlier in the show, we were talking about holiness and and being separated to God. And, 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 you know, the Bible tells us in the book of Ephesians that we need to, you know, put off our old self. So if you find that you're struggling, which you will, if you're a real man and you're really going to talk about it, you there's an old you. And you have to figure out who the new you is going to be. And that's what this show's about wrestling to become the new you in Christ, you know, whether you're a believer or not, right? To put off our, our, your sinful self, which is being corrupted daily, right? Media, uh, music, uh, magazines, our phones with deceitful desires and to, to be made new in this attitude of our mind. Right. The Bible says, bring your thoughts captive. As you mentioned, yes. the Bible says, uh, be not conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The Bible says, renew your mind, uh, show that you are in faith, all these things to put on the new self created to be like God. You know, the funny thing, Dave, man, what's it say in the Bible in Genesis 1, We are created in what God's image, image and likeness. Right. And so, I mean, think about that. That's what we're wrestling with. To walk in the image and likeness of a, of the only true living God or to walk in the image and likeness of everybody else around here that we deem worthy, right? And, and to condemn other men because we don't deem them worthy. That's a true wrestling thing. And then we get to the point like, man, I give up. I can't be him. He's successful. I can't be him. He's a loser. I can't be him. He's somewhere in between. I don't even like the way he looks, right? Whatever right. stupidity. We go through as men, like I, I'm just being real, buddy. These are real thoughts that I fight with like this as a pastor, right? Where I, my job is to study the Word. Well, I'll tell you,
1: here's here's an example that I just experienced last night. We talked about it. So we're trying to promote the show. I've written a book called The Savage Path, and you the can Savage check out Path. my check that book uh, out. website, <laughs> www.thesavagepath.com. And there are so many ways that industry work, you know, preys on your, your vanity. In fact, it's, the, it's even called vanity publishing. Ugh. So if you don't have a book that anybody wants to read, but you're willing to spend 10 or 15 grand <laughs> put it in, in binding and stack it up there and say, look, I wrote a book that there's people that will take that money from you, and no one's ever going to read that book. And then I'm just getting started with social media, folks. I'm a neophyte. And so I, I, I get on Instagram, and <laughs> yes, yesterday yesterday I had my first uh, offer you know, to collaborate, you know, so there's this uh, company that wants me to, you know, they liked one of my posts and they said, hey, you know, we want, we want to collaborate, you know. He was crushing where, it, folks. Where, where, <laughs> where, yeah, I, did, I did read the book Crushing It uh, uh, at my daughter's behest, but, you know, many, many, you know, I, I don't have a better word for it, that scams, you know, today will prey upon your self-centeredness, your ego, your pride. And then when you find out that it wasn't what you thought it was, you're ashamed because of why you fell for it, and you don't tell other people. And it seems like the devil is just getting more and more clever about how to trip us up and catch us. In these snares, you know, that he puts out that that are based upon these seven deadly sins that we've already
2: discussed. We already discussed. Exactly. You know, tune into the show. Check out some of our uh, past shows. And you'll see these are real things, man, that we go through. We're we're, we're dealing with it. There's traps, pitfall after pitfall that taint and mess up our way of thinking. You know, I I didn't always believe that because, you know, like I said, me and Dave have very different vantage points come from very, I mean, two polar opposite places in this world, you know, um, poverty, poor, uh, middle-class American who's excelled at his work and me, uh, you know, I excelled at my work as a street pharmacist for a while until I went on that federal holiday. Figure that out. Listeners, we're not going to get into that right now. One day we'll do a testimony show. Um, I think I have, if you've tuned into Richard Mendelow and uh, that show, Courageous Christianity. Courageous Christianity. I I was a guest there. But anyway, man, just to have an opportunity to bring forth these issues that we as men struggle with, wrestle with on on, on a daily and to communicate to men and women, to mankind. Look, you're not alone. One of the biggest traps and misbeliefs is that I'm the only one that feels this way. I can't talk about it. Right. People won't understand. Right. right. And there's a guy that is right next door to you or down the street around the corner suffering from the same thought process. But if you don't get together and talk about it. Right. We've learned it. That's why this show was created. We got two brothers, two different worlds. Went to church together. Hey, how you doing? Did the old Christianity. Hi, brother. How are you? Have a blessed day. Have a blessed day. Right. And then one day we just decided to hook up, talk, meet, sat down. We got our bat cave now. And, and talking about it.
1: That's right. It's about getting real, folks. And we are going to get real. We're going to talk about gender dysphoria. We're going to talk about Black Lives Matter. We're going to talk about things that we're all struggling with from a moral point of view because it, we've lost our moral compass. And we have to get back to True North, which is – Jesus Christ.
2: That holiness thing. That's exactly Man, right. Man, that's it. You, we, God said He had a plan for us, a plan to prosper us, not a plan of calamity, right? Uh, a plan of, of future and a hope. You know, and we go through this world seeking the plan of the world. You know, you know, you wrestle with, you know, how do I, how do I balance being godly and being in the world? You don't. Plain and simple, you don't. You, you, You you choose a side. Right. You want to be holy. You got to go to him. That is holy. You want to be unholy. Stay in the world. It's as simple as that. Not because I say so. It's written in his word. But we don't like that because we we believe that we should straddle the fence. Right. Well, why can't I go to church and be a good godly man and still, you know, hang out with my boys, go to the strip club, you know, hang out and cuss, curse drink and chew and run around with women that do and because there's a reason right and i'm not uh condoning or not condoning drinking so we're not having that show yet but we're gonna get into that should i drink should i not drink if you're asking the question if you're wrestling with the thought we're gonna talk about it
1: yeah i think uh we just want to be there for for our audience covering these topics i it's it's capturing every thought that's what's hard because I have to say, I don't have a very good governor between my mind and my mouth, and that gets me in trouble. And yes, it it's like does. we've talked about when, you're, when you go fishing and you and you're reach around that minnow bucket and you're trying to catch <laughs> one of those slippery little devils. He doesn't want to go on a hook. You know, He's trying to get away, and that's the way my thoughts are. When I'm trying to capture every thought and, and then filter it so that I have the mind of Christ and I can do a few holy things – then perhaps, you know, I can be successful and I can begin to create more holy moments per day. A greater holy holy batting average. Yeah, that's right. And I'm just aiming for 300, you know. And I'm way below. I'm like a pitcher (laughs) below 100 right now.
2: Hey, we want to thank you all for tuning in. We want to thank you for uh, sharing your time with us. Tell people about Wrestling with the Inner Man. We'll be here every Sunday on KKHT 100.7 at 3 p.m every Sunday. Hope to see you then and there. Dave, why don't you close us out, buddy?
1: Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for the opportunity to reach others. And we hope that that they can receive this, that they will collaborate with us, they will engage with us, and that we can all help one another. Iron, sharpening iron. And we just ask that your hand be in our work. In Christ's name,
2: amen. Amen. Help us be a better man. God bless. See you next week. Same place, same time.
0: Thanks for listening to Wrestling with the Inner Man with David Savage and Pastor Aaron Thomas. We believe the winners in this ring courageously follow God's word, love and protect God's woman, excel at God's work, better God's world and his children. For more information, reach out to David and Pastor Aaron at WrestlingWithTheInnerMan at gmail.com. That's WrestlingWithTheInnerMan at gmail.com. Tune in next time as wrestling with the underman tackles more tough topics to train up a generation of better men.